Easter. Four days of outdoor adventures, work in the garage or doing stuff around the home or even in the garden. you got to love that. Bring on the jobs and pile them up. 101 long weekend jobs ready to tackle. You could be in the outdoors, putting your four-wheel drive to the test, tearing down an internal wall or maybe putting a new one up, or even repurposing an old wine barrel for an outdoor table. Whatever the task over Easter, Trojan Tools are up for the job. Trojan Tools. Quality tools at DIY prices backed by a lifetime warranty. Available in store or online at Bunnings Warehouse. Trojan. Tools built tough. The AFL season is underway and you can now watch every game of every round live on KO. Games of the round include Carlton vs Richmond on Thursday night. These games don't get much bigger than this and no matter where these teams are on the ladder, it's always a blockbuster. On Friday night, it's Collingwood vs Sydney. Speaking of big games, these two do not play a bad one, especially with Brody Grundy and Taylor Adams now playing for the Swans against their old mob, the Pies. And on Saturday afternoon, it's Essendon vs Hawthorne. The line in the sand. Gee whiz, this could be exciting two young up-and-coming teams watch live now with no ad breaks in play 4k capabilities have arrived you can now watch selected afl games in detail so clear you think you're part of the action new to ko get on board and start your free trial today g'day guys and welcome back to the show this week i caught up with one of the great men in footy tony armstrong tony played 35 games for adelaide sydney and collingwood over his six-year career Post-footy, he's absolutely smashing out an awesome career in the media. He was the first Indigenous person to call football on commercial radio. He's a TV presenter with the ABC, and he also hosts his own footy show called Yokai Footy on NITV. He's dead set one of the funniest blokes you'll meet. He's got a story about everyone and everything. We bonded over the funny side of playing on the fringe. Tony actually takes a cake in being delisted three times, and as you can imagine, playing for three clubs, he provides us with plenty of content. We touch on it all, growing up in Sydney, heading to boarding school, his first few years on an AFL list, being best mates with Hugo Weaving, pushing himself so hard in pre-season his stomach gives way, and most importantly, he opens up for what it's been like for him as an Indigenous man in today's current climate. It was incredibly eye-opening to listen to what he had to say and how he sees things going forward. Honestly, blessed to sit down with this guy, love my chat with him, love him to death, and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Also, guys, this episode was recorded in the new Dylan Friends studio. To watch the episode, head over to the YouTube page and subscribe so you can see it first. The link will be in the show notes. I'd love to. Welcome. Can we? Are we allowed? No, we, we can. No, well, we... well, at the moment, no. But you thank can. you. <laughs> you can keep that, by the way. That's your gift. Far out. <laughs> to be honest, can I say something? That actually took a long time to do. Oh, look, it's <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> and it says a note on the back as well. Number 50. Yeah. Note on the I back. I won't take the helmet, the helmet off. Uh, thanks for all of your love support. And I can't read the last bit, um, but I, I, I've got the love always. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Mate, it's, it's, uh, it's all love. It's thank been you. a massive journey for us because we, you know, we have been chatting for a while about this. And oh, I know. I've got to say, I've, I don't think there's been more exciting time for me to have you on the show. I'm a very elusive guest. <laughs> this is, I've got people, and those people have people. I'm very, I'm very sheltered. And. <laughs> For you as well, and for me. Yes. First episode in the new stew. I mean, 
when you when you like I've got a new studio, I was like, oh cool, like it'll be sick. And then I come up to this, <laughs> and this is it's. I must admit, I <laughs> I didn't think it'd be this good. It's, it's, it's not sorry as well. It's not the studio. It's a stew. Oh, sorry, the stew. <laughs> um, it's also got like you know that new smell. Well, it's like, new. It is pretty new. It's yeah, been but, painted. Yeah, but like you know, like you walk into somewhere and you go, "Yep, yep, yep." This is yeah. This is pretty. It's schmick. a level of professionalism which I've never had. So it sort of feels good to be here, and I didn't like. Oh, I feel out of place to be honest, mate. You fit it. You fit it very well. Um, Tony Armstrong, as I've said, welcome to the Dylan Friends podcast. It's an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show. Jeez, man, there's there's a lot to get through today, and we will just start. We'll just but actually, sorry, firstly, because it's a new stew, I I messaged you today. And I said, I said to you, out of the blue, because this is just an idea I have. I have ideas, and I just run with it. And yeah. I said, what would be cool? Because I made you the sign, is if we could get a guest to bring something. So yes. as you can see, the stew is very, very bland pretty, at the moment. There's nothing. It's very minimal. It's pretty sparse. It's minimalistic. Yeah, sparse yeah. is good. Yeah, we're into we're into our Danish design. Yeah, yes, <laughs> minimalistic Danish style. But I said, if you could bring. Me a gift That would be awesome But I didn't want something Like I didn't want you to spend money I was sort of thinking like I was sort of thinking And this is where I feel bad Because I've asked and you, you should, to bring a gift And you should <laughs> so You like, must I, mean to bring a gift For you on your own show So oh by the way oh, as, no, but, as penance uh, As you know Break bread Yeah 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 So oh, like no. for you to be on this show You have to give me something No, no <laughs> but I, the, What That's I was thinking I Was more like You'd bring me something stupid Something miscellaneous Something like a, a bit of a nuance, maybe like an old parking ticket that had a story behind it, like a maybe something like a little coin you found or something that I can just put on the shelf somewhere and add. You've just been a good bloke and bought me a bottle of wine. Yeah, and I, I just and feel terrible. And it's not that one. Um, so, so I was I was already out for my day, and then I get this bloody message. And, yeah, mate, if you just because obviously it's a big deal that um, you come on my show, <laughs> it's not. and um, you'll be growing your fan base for coming on my show. Um, I think you need to bring me a gift, which is how he worded it. Um, I was like, shit, I'm already out the door, brother. Far out, man. Give me more than three and a half hours. So um, when I went in to buy that bottle of wine, which I thought we might share throughout the podcast, um, I saw this bottle of wine next to it. That's beautiful. And it kind of looks like Popeye, and that's that's it, really. So. I that's the level of thought um, that's gone into it. And I guess, am I the first guest who's paid <laughs> to be on the podcast? <laughs> Everyone else, this is how this is how much of a bottom feeder I am. <laughs> I've paid to be on the podcast. <laughs> I'm just so, I regret this so much, but I think it's <laughs> like, I just wish I explained it a little bit better. But I'm so happy with the gift. I honestly am because I'm a well, massive. Dylan, Dylan. That's yours. Thank you so much. And no. just for everyone out there, it's a Shiraz. So it's I love bold. Shiraz. It's a bold Shiraz. And we are bold on this show. So we will definitely <laughs> drink that later. Um, and no, I do don't love, drink that. We'll drink this We'll one. drink that. We'll, but this is going on. So I'm going to have some shelves over there and put it up there and display everything. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, now yeah. I've paid. Can we talk about me? No. Yeah. No, <laughs> seriously. Well done. I really do appreciate that. Um, very kind. Very kind. You've got your sign. So well done. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess cardboard, wine, sure. Tony, um, we, as we said earlier, mate, so much to talk about. You've done it all, really. And we, so we met, um, I'm going to say in 2000. Camp. Sorry, outduction. Outduction. So the outduction camp, for everyone wondering, you used to work for the AFL Players Association. You want to explain? Yeah, so like basically, um, I guess, outduction camp, 
um, probably makes sense in that you've likely been delisted. <laughs> um, well, that was where we found ourselves anyway. Um, twice, three you, times, twice. Three times, yeah. whatever. You know, ah, got to be good to get delisted three times. <laughs> um, so uh, I guess what normally, well, not what normally happens, um, previous to this first ever outduction camp, there's always an induction camp into mm. the AFL and the induction camps all around social media policy, mental health, um, fi- uh, financial literacy, mm-hmm. um, all that kind of stuff as you go into your career. But the thing a lot of people, as you know, excuse me, don't really think about is what happens once you're done. Yes. And excuse me, it's um, that's the hops. Um, and it's and it's quite um, it's quite scary. Um, in that, you know, you spend your, well, maybe not your whole life, but you spend your whole playing career focusing so narrowly on trying to be good, especially when you're, excuse me. Uh, which one's that? <laughs> so that was the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, a, I probably should have showed you that. That's the it? red one. Yes. Okay. We'll cut that. Cool. Yeah. Oh, let's, uh, let's uh, cut that. So, um, so uh, <laughs> um, we're going to pick up from that bit, but I just burped before it. Um, <laughs> So um, the outduction camp is all about trying to help footballers realise that they actually have a lot of skill sets which transfer into the real world. And there never was one until mm. 2017. That was the first one. Yeah, 2017, 2016. I reckon it was 2016 to 17. Yes, yes, yes. So delisted off the back of 16 yeah. and then re-rookied, re-rookied into 17. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, that's, that's where we met. But yeah, it was a couple of... Idiots who hadn't... Well, sorry. I was an idiot. I wasn't no, sure if I you were an idiot. Um, definitely there. And and we were just like, like, shit. What are we going to do? <laughs> what are we going to do? Like, I was working at the AFLPA at the time, but I knew that that wasn't what I wanted to do. Mm. But I was just doing it because it's where I was. Like, I cl- clearly had a passion for footy and a passion for people, but when I kind of projected 10 years ahead, it wasn't still working at the AFLPA. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of how we met and that's what the... Do you remember what we what we spoke about? We were speaking about media. <laughs> it's Literally. so weird, man. So weird, man. So weird. Like, you're a big star and I have to pay to come on your podcast <laughs> and... Oh, man, it's like... We've just had different, that's, different, different careers. That's not true. But <laughs> what we were saying was, I remember honestly just chatting with you and we were just sort of brainstorming and... I, I, I do speak about this a lot on the podcast. People probably get sick of it. But that time, I think... There's those defining moments in your life. And that was def- that month for me was like the most hectic, scariest time ever. Like, I just remember going to that camp being like, I've done, like, what the f- what have I fucking done the last six years of my life? Like, what like what have I done? I think, I think with that as well, like, now, um, not that I've made it or anything like that, but I'm, you know, confident in where I'm going. But when, like, like in that time, you're not gentle on yourself in that no. you're trying so hard when you're playing footy to make it in footy. Like, and everyone around you tells you, you know, every sacrifice you have to make is about making your football better. It's an, like, so everything else drowns out. So you, you, you kind of sacrifice a lot of personal um, growth to try to be good at footy. And then when you have a career like we did... Mm. Where electrifying, stunning, um, you know, traveled, traveled Australia to play <laughs> footy at the highest level. 
<laughs> but like, like when you're in and out every week, it's really hard because yeah. so much of your week is stressed around, am mm. I going to get picked? Yeah. And like, you can't even enjoy a win. Because no. like straight after a win, you're like, far out, did I play well enough? Yeah. Like, so... So then that manifests into your day to day, and then when you get to the end of it, you go, "Well, fuck me! I've just tipped, I've just tipped all those years of effort into that. Into that, I didn't get what I wanted out of it. Now I'm here with nothing. What the fuck am I gonna do? Yeah, it's scary. But I, I also <laughs> think as well on that, and I, I know you would agree with this because I think I would not change anything that happened in my career for like anything because I learnt so like. Those downs of like getting dropped and all this shit, like it just set you up for like the resilience of coming out of footy and like you can just adapt so much quicker and transfer so much quicker. 100%. And um, I would would not argue, I would say that because I didn't play through the 350 games, win the eight Brownlows that I thought I was going to. um, Must have been, don't think I recorded a vote. I think I would have got Stiff. like fourth a few times or something. Yeah, but um definitely. but like if you had if you have that career you can't then go and carve a name doing something different in the yeah. public eye that's not sorry, not you can't, but it's so much harder because you're typecast. Yeah. It's like Daniel Craig, you look at him and he's and he's James Bond. You look mm. at Adam Goods and he's just Adam Goods the footballer. Mm. You look at those other and you know Yeah. Whereas because and I'll say this a lot, but and this is like assumed knowledge, but like because we didn't have the career that we probably wanted to, yes, it actually allows us to tr- kind of, I guess, be associated with what we're doing at the time now. So, yeah. f- for instance, you're you're now a media personality as opposed to being former footballer, whereas. If you had have played 250 games. Footballer, per, yeah. You know, it's like, you know, ex-footballer, current media commentator. I know. And that's something that I think towards the end of my career always played on me. Like, I hated being identified as a footballer because, like, I didn't want... My biggest thing, and, like, this is honestly one of the reasons I started the show, Yeah, was I was like, I know so many cool people, but no one gets to see them like I do. And I was like, well... You know, for example, what a great got, insight! Yeah. What a great insight! And I was like, well, like say I know Tony Armstrong, because he played shit on the weekend. You might think he's a terrible person. He's actually he's a shit bloke. He's a shocker. <laughs> he's a shocker. So a bad example. Yes, yeah, so, shocking. So, don't use me. Don't use me someone, as a good bloke. Someone else. Say someone else. Right? They say they're a terrible bloke. They go, I hate that bloke. My mates would even say they go, fuck me. Phil Davis. Phil shocker. Davis, he's a shocking bloke. And I go, mate, you fucking don't know him from Boris. He's one of the he, best blokes you've ever met. So it's not that was that that label on things was something where I was like, well. Because I started the podcast, I was like, well, I got more judged on being a person than being a player. Because that's what I was going to say. Don't ever judge someone on their playing ability as what they are as a person. Because obviously, sometimes it's probably the opposite. Well, some of like the the most ruthless, competitive, um, playing to structure footballers are the biggest... Like, like us, uh, are loose as. Oh, okay. I was going to say flogs. No, <laughs> yeah, I mean... I mean yeah. But you know, I know where you're going. Sorry, I know I was going on a different track with that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look, that's okay. That's <laughs> Sorry. okay. That's okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about okay. that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like you know, it, so like your perception of them would be, oh, nerd. Yeah. You know. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But then, like, like stiff, they're a nerd. But then when you see them away from the footy club, they're in. Like, so Ed Kerno, for instance. Yes. Yes. 
he is he does everything discipline tagger like, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and the bloke's off his head in Crazy. the best way possible yes like like does all of his work but then his interests like um the things he does off field like he started renovating his own house without without any knowledge of it without renovating. any no, no building degree just started knocking down a wall like this is the kind of guy we're talking about, but then he he will he will tag Jack Stephen out of a game. He's incredible. But, and <laughs> on Ed Kerno, I just remembered something because when I was at Carlton, I remember one day it was early in the career, and I was sort of like, as a young kid, you stick to the structure. You know, the, the number one thing was don't do anything outside the program. And because Ed's such a fitness freak, like freak He's a beast, mate. On weekends in preseason, we we're doing like fifty k weeks or something, and then the club found out somehow by Let's watching the news. Run. He was doing the city to surf or something like that. Like he was going and like doing these marathons on the weekends and then would go down to like the Lawn Peter pub and swim. And they're like, mate, what like the fuck are you doing? Mate, so so <laughs> there were, so he and I were drafted same year to Adelaide. Adelaide yeah. So he he was a rookie there. I was on the senior list. Similar careers, I suppose. Um and he there was one preseason session we did uh we were doing the there's like the uni loop in Adelaide and then um, right near it. Right near it. There's <laughs> fucking hell, I'll get good at that soon. Um, uh, and then right near it is this golf course and there was like the the 13th hole and it was like 200 metres like that, right? Yep. Ed won. So, so like we kind of did like a three-quarter pace kind of time trial there and then it was like, hill runs for an hour and ed won them all mm. but on the last one he like just started spewing because he you know pushed himself to the absolute limit freak freak of nature and everyone's like schwerty stephen schwert who was the um the uh, head of strength and conditioning was like all right we'll leave ed here we'll all run back and so we leave it's like a 10 minute run we're like three minutes into the run we've left him there and then he just goes flying past us just <laughs> like <laughs> He's just been spewing. We've left him. We're three minutes in the run and he just goes flying past everyone and just beats us back to the uni loop. Like, the bloke's insane. Insane, man. Insane. So He's so good. He's I the just, best. I just remembered something else. Ed Kerno used to just rib into me so much, just for multiple things. But, like, we got a very, very funny relationship in terms of he nearly made me cry. But I remember there was this <laughs> one time, um, and this is – it's – I'm going to tell this story – I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. So we're at training and you know how like when you're like running and you're doing fitness like that. So say it's yeah. that story, right? And Ed's like smashed. Say we've got 10 reps of something. Yeah. He smashed nine of them. And in my first year, you know how. Oh, you sprinted on the last one? Last rep here. You're a fucking dog. I know. Mate. I'm a dog. <laughs> so but I'm the host <laughs> of the podcast now. Um, this is now Tone and Friends. And um, Dylan Buckley's been sacked. So he's a fucking dog. Seriously, because <laughs> for the last, for the like, that was in my first you, year. You're, well, I'm not sure if you still are, but I'm not anymore. Quick, I was quick. Quick as but shit. like in saying that, I'm like I'm throwing myself under the bus here. Like, definitely could have gone harder from reps like yeah. seven, eight. Oh, no. But like, you know what I mean? The, oh, that's that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I knew I was never. And it was one of those ones where like, if you win it, you're out. Sort of thing. Like you don't have to like keep do the, going. The extra yeah, you don't have yeah. to do like the end. So I was like. Fuck me, I've really got to dig deep here. Anyway, <laughs> so like for the last- I know, what right, I already know. I'm ashamed for, like of this, by the way, and it taught me this to never do this. But I reckon for like a good two years, he just called me last rep hero. Last rep hero for two years. He goes, yeah. oh, the yeah. last rep hero, yeah. here he is. Uh, nice one, the last rep hero. And you know how he's like-, like, like 
he's a bit odd in the way. Yeah. He talks, oh, the last and you're Here like, he is. Yeah. <laughs> what serious? do I do? Am I getting sledged here? <laughs> but um, mate, yeah. to be honest, I haven't even asked you a question that I've got down here yet. But I'm enjoying Who the free throws. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's Good. go our heart. Well, it's your. Well, it's mine now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. Yeah. So, so Dylan, um, yeah. <laughs> I want to though. I actually do want to get to some things okay. because go on. It's an interesting story in terms of born in Sydney. Yes, but you. No, like inner city Sydney, yeah, yeah, yeah. So where? So because so, so, I used to live in Sydney, you know that. Pretty yeah, familiar. You were, yeah, you were huge in Sydney, so you keep telling us that was the other part of the text. Yeah. It was like, can you bring something on? Because obviously I'm bigger than you, and also <laughs> I'm from Sydney. Um, no, so I was so m- most of the family's Northern Beaches, so between Manly and Narrabeen. Yeah, nice. Um, grandma's places in Collaroy, uh, but Mum and I. Um, well, mum didn't grow up out there, but I grew up out west. So, like, Cabramatta, Fairfield, Caramatta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, so, like, west. That's scary. West, west, on the Bankstown line. So, okay, that's a lot. Because I was speaking to someone today, and they said that you grew up in, like, Paddington. And I was like, okay, that's cool, because no, I lived in I Paddington was born when in, I... I was born in Paddington. Okay. At of, the Royal yes, Women's, yes. which doesn't exist anymore. No. And there's no. a park there. That's where I proposed to my fiancé, at that park, if I Kind of feel like I had something to do with that you somehow. Did. You did. Um, anyway, back to Fairfield. So funny thing about Fairfield was because we were at the Giants. I was at the Giants. You weren't. Um, sorry. And Don't <laughs> we, ever talk to me. <laughs> I went out to Fairfield one day. Mate, that's scary out there. I'll be honest. Like, I was pretty petrified. Like it was – it's a lot – like when you live in Sydney, you learn a lot about the gangs. There was a lot of gangs so, out so, in Fairfield. Like shooting, like the, bi- yeah, the biking gangs. Yeah, yeah. Biking, so, bikey. So, yeah, bikey. So <laughs> – Biking? So 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 Fairfield, that we never actually lived in Fairfield. I just said that because people know where that is. Yes. So we actually lived in Cabramatta, Cabra, which used to have the nickname Stabramatta. Ooh. Um, and there was a lot of triad gang activity there. Oh, yeah. And you know when you're like a kid and you don't really realize what's happening. Yeah. Uh, Mum and I were walking home from the train station one day. Mum, Mum's a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um. And she taught at the same school I went to, so that was a that was a fucking nightmare in terms of getting paid out. Um, she gives me nothing. Man. Um, anyway, uh, we're walking home one day, and there's like all these unmarked police. Like I, I kind of remember remember it with a bit of dissonance. There's like all these unmarked police, like with guns and stuff and bulletproof vests, and like Mum and I need to walk through this to get home. I'm not walking along and then like you just hear a couple of bangs and then there's like some dude over on the ground and I've like, I'm like seven. So I like go over to look and mum's like, Tony, no, because she's like worried that this guy's going to see my face. But yeah, it was like police V triad oh, shootout. You're kidding. Really? <laughs> just in the street. So did someone get shot? Yeah, 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 yeah. Some dude got shot. One of the police or the triad? No, no, the triad people. But like... You don't, don't even you don't, when you that you just don't even like this is this is the thing like I don't remember being scared, scared yeah. or worried I was like interested I was like oh oh big ah. bangs you know okay. but yeah so like what a tough guy well I'm I, I mean <laughs> I, I I've never been able to make plans on a Saturday night because I'm always going back with the flight yeah it happens <laughs> it happens and I'm like well look I can't I can't commit to the Saturday night's plans because I might get knocked out. You know, I never had that trouble. Oh, oh mate. front and center. No, it's, it's, it's always ten to two. It's always lose it in the sun. Yeah. 
Where is it? Turn around and crump. Nothing worse than a turtleneck. And I don't even want to talk about that because I've already embarrassed myself once. So, um, what was then the transition? Because Assumption College mm. is in Kilmore. Yeah. So, so how did that? Cause so, so there's a bit in between. So off the back of living out there, um, there's a whole, like, so there's this army base in the west of Sydney called the Holsworthy Army Base. Mm-hmm. And join the army. Join the army. What's that Simpsons song? Ivan et Nioj? <laughs> Uh, join the Navy. <laughs> anyway, uh, do we have to credit the Simpsons? Simpsons. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I always wanted to play rugby league, so I wanted to be. I want to be a halfback, a five eighth. Billy um, Slater. No, he's a fullback. Okay, um, <laughs> but sure, um, we'll go with that. Um, the next one you're going to say is Cam Smith, and he's a hooker. Uh, um, okay. Um, but Mum was like, "No, you can't play that. You're too small. You're too." You're too lithe. And I was like, um, um, but she goes, you can play footy because one of the teachers, her husband was in the army. They're from South Australia. So now I started playing footy at Liverpool Eagles. And that's very early days too for footy in Western Sydney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is like, this is 99, 99, 2000, uh, no, 99. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause that year I went and watched Pluggers 1300th at the SCG. Plugger. Yeah. He kicked nine that day on Mal Michael. Everyone forgets that. Plugger. Plug up, beast. Anyway, so mum wanted a sea change, so she moved to with me to a little town just out of Albury. And I got there in, in year six. And this town was called Brockles, well, still is, called Brock. <laughs> yeah, they changed it. It's now uh, Tony Armstrongville. No. <laughs> no. Um, so, 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 so this town's Brocklesby, home of Justin Kaczynski. Ah, Cos. Excuse me. Shout out. Yeah. Big cause, number two draft pick, rising star winner, same same draft as uh, Nick Revolt. Anyway, that's a that's why why am I saying that? Anyway, um, and then from there, I went to Assumption College, um, football factory. Yeah, yeah, the footy factory, um, as BT likes to call it. Um, they produce some better than others, I suppose. Um, Who was in your year? Did you have any there? Like, uh, no, you went to school with kids, obviously, but did any get picked up? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. So I was. I was the only one. These things happen. So, so the team sucked. Yeah, <laughs> no, like we were playing this Pegs team, Penley Essen and Grammar. Yes. Jackson Trengrove in the ruck, Trent Cochin, Adam Marrick. I don't know if you remember what I Adam do. Marrick's. I know Nick Marrick. Yeah, so, his brother. Yeah, so, so it was one of the best players I've ever seen. So Adam, as a junior footballer, he kicked ten as a sixteen-year-old in the TAC Cup on Dan Connors. Yes, who was all Australian that yeah. year. So yeah. like this kid was. Uh, so those three, and then Dylan Joyce, who won a Morris medal. Yes. Morris, Morris? Morris. 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 Um, I never had to worry about the neither. enunciation because I was never near it. And by the way, don't offend me like that because I also played in that competition. Did you really? Marcelin? I don't know. <laughs> we were honestly the worst team like you could probably ever, like you rocked up playing us and you knew it was, you'd have 40 and kick three. Well, that was like what it was like. Normally for us, playing you little city pricks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then from there, being the first only guy to be picked up from your team, mind you. Yeah. 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 So, so, so finished footy, sorry, finished high school on the Friday, got um, like had my media exam. Um, Saturday got, so caught the train home. So over in New South Wales, then get drafted on the Saturday, move to Adelaide on the Sunday, start on the Monday. 
Crazy, man. Wild. It's, it's, people it's so don't wild. understand what it's Did you like. know you were going to move? No, no. Like, Did you know you were going to go, like, were you a chance to move in? Well, you were always going to have to move because you were country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I had no idea. Like, I broke my arm three quarters of the way through the year and didn't get to play much TAC Cup. So you number one. I just would have probably shored up the top three position in the draft, I think. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah. Headlines out of this. Armstrong should have been number one, robbed of a 15 year career and wouldn't be doing podcasts where he has to pay. Wouldn't be the to pay to be on the But yeah, like, you know, like you just don't know. Like it's different. Um, it's different father son. Oh, yeah. It's 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 different when you're just a jet. Yeah. You know You know sort of where you're gonna go. You know. And I was lucky because I had that though. So the first time I knew, like I was already there and it was like, you know, you're going here. But the second time, you know, I was literally had no idea I was getting picked up. I watched that rookie draft on fuck like dial up fucking internet. Oh, like oh, it yeah, fucking refreshed and sh- like that. it yeah. was like refresh, refresh, like five nine t- like names at a time popping up. I was like, what the fuck's going on? Saw like my name and I was like, I didn't even tell them this. I was like, We're moving to Sydney. I flew out that night. It's fuck. And like and like the thing is, there's scant regard to I'm right. There's I actually didn't get you a glass. You can have this one. I'll get another if you want. No, no, no. You, I've already offended you enough. I've already offended you enough. Um, sorry. That's fucking bullshit by no, me, actually. Okay. I'm pretty pissed off. Um, I'll, le- I'll learn from that, learn mate. From Start, stops, keeps. Stop only getting your own glass. Um, fucking hell. So, I spent eight years in three clubs trying to get away from leading teams. Oh, they... <laughs> yeah, we could talk about that for a while. Um, uh, so... Adelaide. Yeah, so getting drafted. So... I'm a little bit older than you um, and we're in a – so I was in the New South Wales side of like Albury-Wodonga of the Riverina mm. um, and this is back in 07 and they weren't televising the draft. They weren't doing anything like that. Like there was like not even – like we had we, – we actually had dial-up internet. So I was like <laughs> – yeah. People don't know that, man. Oh, what? man. That was like, bad. So fucked. So bad. Anyway, um, so I knew I know the drafts on, and we're listening to the radio, like the local, like whatever Albury Gold FM or whatever it is, and they're giving like the every fifteen minute, sorry, after every round, the update. Mm. So you know, you go to bed the night before, you like can't sleep, you wake up the next day, you go, whoa, it's three a.m. You know, I'm keen as for this draft. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like, can we just have the fucking draft? <laughs> um, excuse me. I keep it, but I'm, I'm giving up on that. <laughs> Don't worry about um, that. And, and I'm there getting these updates, and they're like, Ben McAvoy picked pick nine to St Kilda, local boy from Talangada. And you're like, oh, yeah, sick. No, it's Macca. Sick, big boy. He wasn't called big boy then. He was called Macca. Anyway, um, so like the draft keeps going. And then because you obviously get picked up in between the updates – Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you don't hear it as it happens. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm, like, out the back, I'm like, oh, fuck, it's done. Like, it's a rookie thing, whatever. And then, like, every single phone in, in the off. house goes off. And the first person I fucking answered to was one of my best mates from boarding school. He's like, mate, congrats. I'm like, what's happened? He's like, you've been picked up to, you know, the crows. I'm like, what? And then, like, I'm like, oh, mate, like, I've got another call coming through. Hang up. It's like, Neil Craig. And he's like, and he's like, Tony, um, 
Uh, you must be excited. I'm like, yeah, mate, my best mate just told me. I'm just being picked up to the cr- So I he, 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 Craig, he didn't even get to speak to yeah. me first. He's like, <laughs> my best mate. He's like, and yeah, but like mum's like fielding all the house yeah. phones. She's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so exciting. And then, yeah, and then they go, oh, by the way, yeah, we've got your flight booked already. And then the next day I was, I had schoolies booked, going to the Gold Coast, classy. And um, nothing better than Kavalav. And one of, and and another one of my best mates from boarding school, he's like so disconnected with football. So I'm at Tullamarine Airport as well in a different part because I'm flying to Adelaide, and he's calling me on the phone, being like, "Hey man, like where are you? Our flight's just about to board." Really? <laughs> yes. No, oh, yeah. oh mate, yeah, actually, yeah, I've got a career now. I think so. Um, We're not friends anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So also delete the number <laughs> as soon as, as soon as you get the chance because I can't talk to the likes of you. <laughs> Yeah, so but bye. bye. Yeah. You know, I can't move on from something because my heart rate went up a hundred beats. Go on. As soon as you said the word Neil Craig. Yeah, I mean Craig 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 is one of those guys. What did you how did, how was he for you? Like I guess I gotta preface it by saying got a lot of respect for what he did. So do I actually. Can I say that as well? Or is yeah, it too yeah, late? Yeah, no, no, no. It's no 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 no, it's not too late. Um but I think with him, like he and I, we really struggled in that. I got there. You got to keep, I guess, context in mind. I've just come out of boarding school. I'm a fucking idiot. Mm. I'm an idiot who is only okay at footy, like like good enough to be drafted. But you know, you you walk in at the bottom. Yes, as everyone knows. Um, and it and it and it took me a while to mature, but. Off the back of that, like his mind, like like he just always perceived me as that eighteen year old yeah. kid, as opposed to going, well, fuck, you know, accepting that there can be growth, yeah, and, um, yeah, like you, it was. Coaches always say you don't have a like. I don't lock you into something, but no, they do. They, like they like do that far, and everyone does. Like that's. You know, you sort of yeah, no, no. Everyone knows because it's natural. Because what's that saying? I'm, you know, like 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 first impressions last, mm. right? But then it's like, well, fuck me. Like, you might have got me on a bad day. You might have, you might, and like you'd be thinking this all the time with your fame. Like, <laughs> like when people come up to you and they want to talk to you, you're no, like far no, out. I've no got to be nice that. because what if they get Dill Buckley on a bad day and they tweet about it? No one does that. And well, you. You just asked me to say about <laughs> no, the fame, like it's just here. I so, did um, not ask Dylan about fame. No, um, but yeah, no. Craigie, Craigie was he was tough. Like I probably wasn't, I wasn't mature enough to be able to get him. Yeah, but then also, I didn't really like, like, like for instance. Sorry, this is what I wanted to talk about when you were talking about the vision and the clips that he pulls out, right? Like coaches can build or break down perception amongst playing group off the back of the edits they choose. So for instance, I might see one of one of our best players dog it in a contest, but that doesn't get shown. Yeah. Oh, that was But then but then what ends up happening is they show they show you losing like a genuine fifty fifty where the other guys obviously just better because I sucked, right? Yeah. But I'm doing my best. Yeah. And like I'm trying my hardest. Whereas 
you see someone and then like like this happened to me. I raised this with someone at Collingwood. Oh wow. And they were like, yeah, but it does and they were like, no, but like, you know Don't question them. They're like, oh no, we trust him. Yeah. I so know. well, why yeah. the fuck do you trust that behavior yeah. when I'm there busting my like 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 that's obviously that guy's a gun. Yeah. I'm not questioning whether or not he's a gun, but why don't you show that edit? Yeah. Instead of showing the one where a guy's clearly trying yeah, and just got beaten. Yeah. And that's no, and that's how they paint the narrative. And it's not like a this isn't me sitting here going, I would have made it had it not been for that. This is me just going, it's it's so easy. Like it's the same as the media we consume, right? Like we all like so many people read News Corp or Fairfax and all that kind of stuff and everyone's just like everyone thinks the ABC is left leaning, whereas it's actually just the middle, but it's just to the left of everything else. Yes. So everyone's perception is, oh, but whereas that's not the reality. Yes. And that's the same thing as the footy. Perce- yeah. No, no, I totally agree. And that could be like footy is a funny, but like footy's sets you up for like it's life as well. Do you want a beer? Yeah. That'd be nice. Um, footy, yeah, it's, it's sort of like that, I suppose, in terms of. Yeah, no, it's. I don't even have anything more to say on that. To be honest, I think we've sort of covered it. Yeah, I don't think we need me to. to uh, go on, no, no, just sum it up in one sentence. It's footy is cool. <laughs> <laughs> now, how did how did because the tra- the transition from Adelaide to Sydney, Sydney. was a trade? Yes, yeah, yeah, Lewis, yeah, Tom Lewis. No. <sighs> Fuck me. Can we Google it? Do you have? No, it's imba- I don't like. No, no, no. I oh, know Lewis, Lewis Johnson. Johnson. Lewis Johnson. Yeah. Lewis Johnson, and he was a very good player too. Very straight kick. Oh, electric kick. I'm. I'm pretty sure he's still playing his trade at um, Nord. Fantastic, and yeah. best. Uh, best to him. Best yes. Him. No. Um, yeah. So went up. Went up to Sydney. Um, yeah. Had a had a had a pretty rough last year at the Cro- Nice. Had a pretty rough last year at the Crows. What happened? Um, so I got... Fuck, it was an absolute stinker. So in the off-season of <clears throat> like 2010 into 11, I got done DUI. And Shouldn't then, do that. You're a fucking idiot, right? Um, that's why I Uber everywhere. Yeah. Anytime I'm thinking about having a drink yes. now. Because I'm just so scared, right? Um and because it's just the wrong thing to yeah, do. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm scared of. I'm. I'm. I'm scared of hurting people I and myself. Mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, just got to be clear, you know. Um, and uh, didn't didn't deal with it well. Like fucking blew the bag big time. Was flying out to Europe with my best mate like a day later. It was just a shit show. Yeah, like I'd I'd. I'd, I'd finished 2010 playing sort of nine games or something, was ready to take the next step, whatever. And even up till then, uh, Craig, he was the coach at the time, wasn't really big on me. Um, and then this happened. That's like the nail yeah, in the coffin. Yeah. And, you and know. that's, and that's, that is probably fair enough, isn't it? Like when you do, no, th- you, sorry, that isn't like, no, you're no, allowed no, to no, have no. mistakes, but like, yeah, you know, if that mistake was someone else, what would happen? Well, I guess what that did is that was just confirmation bias to him. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, oh well, oh well, point. oh well, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Of course he did. Yeah. You know, and and that's and that's fine. Like you're allowed to have that. Um, and then I had like the best. So, so anyway, off to Europe. Spoke was that, to. Cr- was that fun? It was. It was mint. <laughs> it was mint. so good. Um, and then yeah, spoke spoke to Craigie when I was in Copenhagen. It was a pretty terse conversation. Um, but yeah, like came back, trained the house down all preseason, um, and then did a syndesmosis. Uh, missed a bunch of games. Like came straight back, played some really good sample. Wasn't get, like like playing unbelievable sample. Wasn't getting picked. We as a in terms of the Crows couldn't 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 get a game. Well, sorry, not couldn't get a game. Couldn't win a game. Craigie like. Craig in the club parted ways and Mark Bickley starts coaching. Bickers. And then I play the year out with Bix. Oh, nice. But as this was happening, the Swans were into me. Ah, uh, cool. And I grew up barracking for the Swans. And it was actually pretty funny. We went on our um we went on our game day, you know, like the game day activation walk mm-hmm. that, that you do Love when, them. when you're interstate. You yes. might play a bit of soccer or whatever. Anyway, horse Longmire had had um called me and I just didn't like see I was so I was such a fucking idiot like I didn't really like I really respected what I was doing but I didn't respect things in the moment sometimes yeah and like things had happened and then I go oh god that was cool so like it's so like horse didn't ring knowing I was he just wanted to chat about you know a trade yeah yeah and and so I'm just walking along and I'm just chatting to him and then after the call like, like this is game day and i'm like and then afterwards i'm like fuck i should i i, I should have just called him after yeah <laughs> like like that's that's not a great yeah look and like there was there was nothing sinister from anyone it was just me again yeah probably not respecting the situation at at the time and anyway we get fucking thumped um and and like i thought for all for all intents and purposes I was getting delisted by the Crows. Anyway, on the flight back, the GM um, came up to me and he's like, oh, by the way, we're going to offer you a contract. And I was like, oh, fuck, the ship say it. Well, I didn't say it to him. I was like, oh, so that's why I've got a manager who's earning like eight cents off me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I was like, oh, yeah, sick. Just talk to Peter Lenton. Uh, you know, Sonny's back on clearly in business class. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But like, you know, like, it's, and then, and then got up, got up to Sydney and I'm like, fucking oath, like grew up barracking for him. Yeah. Woodsy's still there. Got to wear the 19, which is, which is Mickey O's Mickey number. O, I love Mickey O, man. Oh man. Fucking hell. Like, that would have been cool. Oh, the sickest thing ever. And yeah, like I, I, I don't get, um, nostalgic, I don't get, um, you know, in the feels about much, but like getting to play for the Swans was the fucking best. Yeah. It was the best. No, nah, it's, it's definitely right. Like there's so many things in footy that people think you'd find special, but it's actually like the little things like that, that, you yeah. know, even just like going to a team where you grew up, I suppose. Like for yeah. me, it was even just like, yeah, like getting my first game at Giants was like, that was nearly the biggest thing ever. Like, tell me, so so obviously Carlton, father son, yeah, showed showed glimpses, fucking almost like like almost broke through, almost. 
Um, then you go to this. Yeah, fuck. I mean, it's a long line, that one. Um, but then you get to the Giants. Um, tell me about like what that's like knowing how good they are and looking around you and seeing all these fucking guns and then getting getting your football to a level in a competition that's not that good. Yeah. Where they go, fuck, we're gonna bring him in. Like Well, it's more like yeah, but it's, a, it's it's I've never really thought about it like that, but in terms of it the, the difference between debuting at Carlton and debuting at Giants was there was always like this never bothered me at all with the father son thing, but there's always a thing there like his am I just yeah? Him. Am I yeah? No, like is he just getting a game because of this sort of thing? His his mum's the teacher. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the exact same thing. So right? I was like, fuck. When I went to the Giants, I was like, this is the youngest club in the AFL, and I'm a rookie. I'm on three dollars a week. Like it's fucking, heaps, I'm literally man. paying my way to play at this club because hey, of like, well, some people, some of us pay to get on podcasts. All yeah, right. and so don't feel bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> so don't feel bad. About it. So don't. <laughs> Don't talk shit about that, okay? Because I paid to play. I've already, I've I played already tweeted Red it, mate. I played Red Joe. I've Giants. already fucking tweeted it, mate. It's going, it's going viral. <laughs> yeah, I paid Red Joe. <laughs> I, was, I was literally there and I was like, fuck, this actually just feels good because I was like, they don't have to pay, play me if they didn't want to. Like, I was just there to help out. They don't have to know? pay me either. Well, they didn't. <laughs> that wasn't that. They technically they had to, but they was very minimal. <laughs> And um, it wasn't for the money. Let's just put it that way. No, but it, and, it was just and cool. that's the other thing. It never is. No, it, it wasn't. Honestly, it wasn't. Easter four days of outdoor adventures, work in the garage, or doing stuff around the home, or even in the garden. You gotta love that. Bring on the jobs and pile them up. A hundred and one long weekend jobs ready to tackle. You could be in the outdoors, putting your four wheel drive to the test, tearing down an internal war, or maybe putting a new one up, or even repurposing an old wine barrel for an outdoor table. Whatever the task over Easter, Trojan Tools are up for the job. Trojan Tools, quality tools at DIY prices backed by a lifetime warranty. Available in store or online at Bunnings Warehouse. Trojan, tools built tough. The AFL season is underway and you can now watch every game of every round live on KO. Games of the round include Carlton vs Richmond on Thursday night. These games don't get much bigger than this and no matter where these teams are on the ladder, it's always a blockbuster. On Friday night, it's Collingwood vs Sydney. Speaking of big games, these two do not play a bad one, especially with Brodie Grundy and Taylor Adams now playing for the Swans against their old mob, the Pies. And on Saturday afternoon, it's Essendon vs Hawthorne. The line in the sand. Gee whiz, this could be Exciting two young up-and-coming teams. Watch live now with no ad breaks in play. 4K capabilities have arrived. You can now watch selected AFL games in detail so clear you think you're part of the action. New to KO? Get on board and start your free trial today. But, um, Sydney. I want to talk about Sydney still because Sydney to me is very special. There's so many iconic places in Sydney. I know uh-huh. you still get back there a lot yep. because of you're from there. And you've got friends up at the Swan still. Yep. Um... Give me your three, I probably should have worded you up about this, but give me like your three favourite things about Sydney. It could be like pubs, could be restaurants, could be like just a certain beach, could be a Sydney certain Sydney itself? Or I want to say Eastern Sydney, just because it's probably more I'm familiar with, so I could relate oh, to it. But so if, you lived in the Triangle. You were you were Paddo I was the Prince of Paddington. I'm sorry? The, what? I was the Prince of Paddington. Oh, sorry, sorry. I am the Prince of um, Paddington still. This is so confusing to me because uh, no one took the crown off me and uh, that's what I call myself. So, I don't know. I mean, this should we cut? So should we? Should we, should we? <laughs> but you were from Cabramatta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I lived in Paddo. Yeah, and I was born there. Where were you born? Tell me. 
Sorry, I've, I'm, I've I'm engaged bit, at the. No, um, no, no. I'm I'm a bit confused. Where did, where were you born? I was actually born in Ballarat, but yeah. Oh, sick! <laughs> Woo! Yeah, oh, no. Well, I mean, Ballarat's cool, man. Like, I guess you know, it's it's close. Okay, let's. To all right, princes of Paddington. <laughs> princes of Paddington. Talk well, me pa- through. No, no, no. Paddington royalty has Paddington a chat. royalty has a chat. Literally, <laughs> um, talk me through your institutions there because I have a couple. Okay, so I lived like... What street did you live on? Glen Street, Paddington, which was five metres away from the five ways. Oh, okay. So I was just down the hill on the left. I lived, yep. with, I lived with Tommy Walsh. Irish. Big Irish fella. Big boy. Best bloke ever. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I lived there. Oh, shit. So I hated, I hated the inner west scene. Sorry, mm. inner east. Yeah, same. But it, you don't know anyone, so it's cool. No, but you probably did. So, so I used to, I used to go um, uh, to the Chippendale Hotel, which is just the other side of Central Station. Um, it's a mates pub, fucking sick. Um, I used to go there. I used to go to. Um, it used to be called the Standard, which was in Oxford Square, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like just off Oxford Street and Crown. Yes, um, and. What else? Oh, and I'm not sure it was Jackie's, yeah, I think. Yeah, Jackie's is there. Yeah, that was, I think it's, you were probably at the peak stage of that. Oh, and so, so yeah. I saw Buddy Franklin there once. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I know. I know. He, uh, you know him? You know him. He brushed well. me once. You guys are friends? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty friends, cool. Friends, 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 probably, probably a stretch brothers. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. We played international rules together. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I think he, I think he, um, he looked at me once. Which was yeah, sick. no, I actually touched him once. Um, <laughs> I a couple of places I know you will love, but I've never spoken about this. So I've always wanted to. How good South Dowling sandwiches? Oh, unbelievable, man! And so underrated. It's for anyone who doesn't <clears throat> have the been, caramelized carrot. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, holy shit, man! They make these sandwiches and they're big too. And the best thing is they make it with pure venom. Like, it's not like a. It's not like a sandwich you'd make for someone. Like, they just get it and just go, like, you you know, let's throw it on, like, real rough, just... And, and like, what... what Potatoes. The way we're describing this probably sounds like some kind of, you you know, like, like... like Amazon production line, but it's not. It's made nah. with like love, and yeah. you're talking but to rough. every. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. it's sort of like you it's go firm, in there. The but first it's time you go in there too, you need you need in order like sort of know what you, you need someone to word you up. No it's so soup quick. for you. It's so quick. <laughs> it's so quick. You literally they're like, "What do you want?" You're like, "Oh, yeah. well, uh, I don't know what he had." Yeah, he goes, uh, yeah, yeah, cool. Eggplant lasagna coming right up. <laughs> Fuck, not again. That's so. That's one. Paddington being Paddington royalty. Someone that actually is royalty and. Apparently, there's a funny story with Hugo Weaving. So Hugo Weaving isn't... I'm going to get him up just on this. Is he an, act, an actor? Yeah, He's King of the Elves. He's Agent Smith. He was in Priscilla, Queen yeah, of the he, Desert. Yeah, so he's in... Yeah, he incredible. was he was V in V for Vendetta. Yeah, yeah. so he's a Paddington man. Like He's a very... He lives there. He, so he's you got the a funny mo- story? He's the most lovely man ever. So um, surprise, surprise, surprise... Surprise, surprise, hang on. Should I should I get a photo of him up as well? Oh, do you have one with him? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. Um no no so so this so this photo of he and I comes much later in the piece. Actually, I'll bring it up because the story circles around. Um so I'm having a chat with Jared Crouch, who is the twos coach, and obviously I was playing twos. Yes. 
um, but also the develop, but also the develop, <laughs> the development coach at the Swans. But also, let's not forget that Jared Crouch had the consecutive games record. I think it was something like two hundred and fifty six back to back games in the AFL Premiership player, Swans life member. Like like this bloke is and was a gun. Yeah. And then you've got at at the time maybe twenty five game. Um, firebrand Tony Armstrong, and we're at and we're at Sonoma, which used to be just down the yeah, hill Sonoma. on um, Glenmore Road, yep. um, just down the hill from the Royal, and um, where they're having like a chat because uh, again my form is just wanting, and he's like, oh, "Fuck, what can I do with this idiot?" And he takes me out for a coffee, so we have a coffee and a chalky croissant. And um, I was like, fuck skinnies, mate. What even are they? Um, I'm skinny fat. Still am. Um, scat. Yeah, I know. Scat. Um, anyway, I, uh, I'm i like, oh, sick, mate. Crouchy, thanks. Thanks so much. And we start walking out of out of Sonoma. And we like walk out, turn left. There's fucking Hugo weaving with his wife. And Hugo just goes, Tony Armstrong. Hugo Weaving, big fan. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm like, you're, shut the fuck up. Don't ever introduce yourself to me. You are king of the elves. You're agents. I fucking, I'm like, <laughs> great to meet you, mate. Yeah. And then so like, what? nothing said again. Yeah. Anyway, so like we get like five more meters and Crouchy goes, and what the fuck am I, mate? Chop fucking liver. Fucking premiership player, 250 games. How <laughs> do like, you know you? Yeah, I don't know, right? I've got no idea. Loves a kneeful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big kneeful. Yeah, yeah. Big oh, man, imagine if I, he must love me. He's, he's, he he's, he's big into kneeful halfbacks. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so so I, I'd been dining out on this story yeah. for years. And then the Australian Dream premiere was, uh, I think, fuck, was it last year? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was last year, midway through last year. Um. And at the premiere, of course, clearly, because yeah, I'm black, um, and play with Goodie and um, cruising around with a mate, and uh, so we're in our suits and whatever, and we're out the back after the after the show, and you know, yet loading up on the free on the on the free booze, basically, because I'm because I'm, I'm skint, and <laughs> and um, my mate goes, don't don't fuck, mate, that's fucking Hugo. Hugo fucking weaving. I'm like, I've had a skinful at this point. I'm like, Hugo! And he just goes, Tony Armstrong! No. <laughs> like across the room. <laughs> and then we proceeded to have like five bottles of wine between us. I'll find this photo. It's got to be my favourites. Um, uh, so, so this is my friend. This is my mate and Hugo. Oh, that is so good. <laughs> and then this is Hugo and I in love. <laughs> There you go. Hugo. Yeah, Hugo. Look at Hugo. Oh, fucking hell. He is, he's a beautiful it's man. It's impressive. It's impressive. I haven't got anything like that, unfortunately. No, 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 no. The show's about you. No, I um, I saw Harry Kuhl once. Actually, fuck. Sorry. So, um, you know how like whenever you, whenever you go to New York, if you ever go to New York, people are like, who did you see? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> my mates and I like, we... <laughs> We were at the, the last morning of a 12-day New York trip. <laughs> yeah. We're sitting in this, like, 
like decrepit pizza joint in Little Italy. We're just, you know, like the dollar slice, chili, parmesan on top. And I'm like, oh my fucking God. Boom, boom. Like, like elbowing my mates. There's Scotty Cam. Scotty Cam's <laughs> walking past. <laughs> we go all the way around here from the block. We go halfway around the world. And you, you go see Scotty Cam. He goes, oh, hey, well, we didn't... Like, 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 we may not have seen anyone from Hollywood, but we did see Scotty Cam. <laughs> that is not good. No, nah, it's pretty crook, to be honest. <laughs> um, one thing, again, living in Sydney, as you did in Paddington, is yeah. it's, it's actually near the Cross City Tunnel. It is, it is. And the Cross City Tunnel's great, for me, especially because I was going out west. And something about the Cross City Tunnel is, and people would realise, I don't think people realise in Melbourne is how expensive the Cross City Tunnel is. And how expensive tolls are in Sydney in general. Now, in Melbourne, you don't really use the tolls as much because they're sort of more outer suburb tolls that you sort of I'm use. I'm big into tolls. Yeah. So <laughs> is that is I, that where we're going? I know that you're big into tolls. Yeah. I know for a fact you're big into tolls. I know that you're, fa- you're big into just disregarding tolls. Can you talk us through what happened with that one? Yeah, so I, th- I think a theme's come through that um, there was a big portion of my life where... I wouldn't front up to things that I didn't like. And one of them was being told I couldn't drive on roads that I wanted to and had to pay for. And <laughs> it's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> but I think I might have like chalked up sort of five and a half thousand dollars in unpaid tolls at one And they point. double do. Like if you don't pay them. Oh, it's like, going. it's, it, you know, like if you want to, if you want to put your money anywhere, just put them in tolls because the exponential growth mm. that you'll get, you can chuck 10 bucks worth of tolls in there and that'll become a thousand. So it, it costs, I'm pretty sure it's it like costs 15 bucks. Of, yeah, cost you, it costs me um, nearly $15 a day to get to training. So when you're paying Rego and $15. 15 bucks a day at, let's say, let's say you go to training. Four, four, say four times a week. Oh, five because you got the weekend as well. So yeah, so five times a week. So what's that? Is that's that? five. That's five sevenths of three hundred and fifty-six. So let's just say that's about three hundred. Three hundred of fifteen is three thousand. Three thousand. No, sorry, four thousand. Uh, four thousand five hundred, roughly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot. That's a lot it's of. Excessive. That's a lot of money just to get to work. So technically, you just did it well because you only had. I only paid the five hundred extra. And I got the stress. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> so that's a two for one. Um, no, I fucking hell, mate. I was the worst. And like parking tickets as well. Like Hannah's, Hannah's is shocking. I'm going to dob him in. Um, Hannah's, Hannah's used to do sort of five grand a year in parking tickets because we used to park, like we had parking at Fox Studios, which is around the corner from the SCG. But, yes. you, but then you could also park out the front, but it was ticketed. Yes. And Hannah's had just parked there. Every day, Didn't get care. a ticket. Every day, excessive. So what happens when you're on apes? Yeah, you don't care. You Lose. don't. You yeah. don't give a fuck. <laughs> How much do you think? Because I remember this is actually we had a sheriff rock up to the club one day, and this is not legal. I don't know how they got away with this, but they basically because there were so many AFL clubs with players like that mm. that were owing money on tickets, right? Yeah. So they went to the club, and one day we got this message. They're like, "Can you five please come to?" Room X. Room X, yeah, and me. Yeah. And we were like, fuck, that's weird. It's a weird Oh, so bunch. you were one of them? I was one of them. Tell, me about, tell me about your I, dark I, I, finds I past. I don't know what mine was. I think 
it must have been. It wasn't too bad. I was really bad with parking tickets as well. It but was the. It was. It was the murder. It was yeah. murder. Yeah. <laughs> but this player that will. It will. Rem- he will rename. Yeah. Fuck how names, mate. We'll yeah. get him out there. <laughs> Twenty thousand dollars. I reckon I know who it is. That's. Sh- but like the thing is as well. Twenty thousand. So like on kind of, you know, tolls and parking tickets and all that kind of stuff. Like the first person I think of when I hear that is Liam Jara. For reasons in that he's never had to think. You don't even think, you know, like you don't have a bipper. He's never had to think about paying for anything, let alone paying a parking fine, right? Mm. He gets to Melbourne. And like English is a second language for him already. So already when people are saying your shit's in your pigeonhole, why are you late for meetings? It, yeah, we yeah. put in your pigeonhole. This is literally a quote. He goes, what's a pigeonhole? Yeah. So like think about how far back oh. Liam Jarrah is coming from, right? And then he was just getting on, he was just getting on the distributor because it's the fastest way to get there because he just punches it into Google Maps, yep. right? Yep. You end up with like immediately... Because of a cultural barrier, and not saying that this other player was, yeah, but like there's he actually wasn't. There's 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 a cultural barrier, yeah, for so many guys who come down from from um, Bush, where it's like Liam, like, like LJ, puts himself financially behind, as well as being you know um, from a language point of view behind, as oh. well as you know being from a family point of view behind. Like it's yeah. I, I think mean, I don't think clubs realised how. That sorry that I bounced off that, but like that. No, 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 hundred percent. That's what that's comes that's, to mind. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's really interesting because, and it's something that we we definitely touch on. Um, and let's just touch on it now because it's it's it is, the point I think like indigenous um the guys in that I played with in mm-hmm. in footy, and I think that with what's going on at the moment per se yeah, and black lives matter stuff, black yeah. lives matter stuff. So we said earlier off air, I was like, I, I'm not a political guy. I don't. I don't really have um, political an agenda. affliction, yeah, an affliction yeah, yeah, or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. But as I said to you, this Black Lives Matter isn't a political thing. No. It's a human thing. 100%. So, and I saw a quote, and I'm going to fuck this up, but it was saying like... Just say I'm paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. And, and it said something, I hope you know this, but it says basically something like, a good person isn't someone that doesn't do something. It's... Yeah, no, do you know so, where I'm going no, no, with no. That? so, so, so I think, I think, <laughs> trying to say, I think, I think, I think the quote you're after, or this is what I think you're, the quote Please. you're after is, is it's like, um, like to, to just be, um, to just be anti racist isn't enough. It's, you've got to be actively, actively, yeah, racist. Because like, if you're just, if you're just like silently anti racist, it's just like, well, fuck, like nothing's going to happen. Yeah. And that's like, it. And this is it. Was I this close? is actually not even it. This is still not it. But it, this Fuck, one is like the necessary. The the only necessary thing is for evil to go well. Is for good people to do nothing. Yeah, that's not okay. it. But I still like that. Yeah, no. But it's it's the exact same thing. So yeah. so basically, what it means is, I'm a like like, I consider myself a good person. But am I am I actively doing anything to change yeah. the thing? Because if you're not, maybe you're not helping. Well, if no, no. Well, if you're not, you're on this. You're on, you're this, on the contract. Yeah, you're on the other side mm. because you aren't stopping them. Exactly. So, like, so, so there's this great quote. Have you have you seen the film? Uh, I am not your negro. I can't say I've seen that. 
so it's this film. Damon, have you seen that? Yeah, Damon. No. no, so 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 it's this it's this film um, about James Baldwin. He was um, he was a writer. He's a um, African American writer, sort yep. of born, I think, in the nineteen tens. Ninety nine percent on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, so uh, it's it it's an amazing film. But yeah. one of his quotes in that film, which really resonates with me being a black fella here, is um, he says to be a Negro in this country and to be somewhat conscious is to be in a rage all the time, and that really resonates because, for instance, everyone here hopped, hopped on. It's the wrong way, but I know it. what you mean. No, no. So, so, so everyone like, like Black Lives Matter became sexy off the back of Hollywood jumping on board, and then, and then everyone almost fucking sexualizing it, being like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm a big part of it. Yep. Like, like I, I'm pro Black Lives Matter. Like, I give a fuck." But then, as soon as you go, "Yeah, well, it happens." in every key statistic, in every key vertical, worse. Yes. Here in Australia, everyone just goes, oh, nah, but that, like, like it's good here. So fucking it's not. Mm. Like, like only only the other day, um, uh, the government came out and said that we're going to celebrate our amazing, well, that this isn't what they said, but they said we're going to, uh, celebrate our amazing frontline workers uh, on Australia Day, which I call Invasion Day, right? Oh, yep. And what that is, that is clearly divisive because what they're doing is they're asking you to choose between the amazing people who have put themselves in harm's way through a fucking pandemic to, to look after other people. You're asking... Which like, you can't say no to because of it's... Of course like, not. Obviously, no, no, no. Well, yeah. Why would you? Yeah. Um, over people who are marching and protesting okay. and and um, I guess uh, rebelling against the fact that we celebrate Australia Day um, on the day that you know I guess the start of genocide happened. And so 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 what like like this is literally like the government is very cleverly just going well we're going to make you choose. And so, so like that's racism one hundred and one. Mm. Like it's, and like it just, and then they, it it just happens, like every every fucking day. Like Neville Jetta today copped. Yeah, again another copped one. one. Yeah, uh, yes. Like bit of, honestly, like I was I was at, I was at lunch before this, um, and I was sitting next. I was I was sitting with a friend of ours, Dan Warner, mm-hmm. for lunch, and on the table next to us, just some woman just talking to um, the dinner party or the lunch party. She was like, you know, black people, no, they just can't be trusted. And I was just like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, am I invisible? Yeah. And even if I wasn't here, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, but then you don't go and confront because then you just become the person. Like, like then instantly in that moment you lose them. Yeah. So you're just like, fucking hell, like, it's a poison chalice, like yeah. to be to be conscious and know what is happening, and then having to check and moderate the way that you deliver how you feel. Like fucking hell, like you, you you're just so conflicted and tired and tired all the time. And the other thing, fuck, you've no, really you've really opened a can of worms here. Um, 
like everyone just go like for instance i didn't grow up super strong culturally i found that later on in life mm. but what happens is everyone just goes hey dill what's your take on this indigenous matter and he's like well fuck me like, it's like well fucking hell man have you heard of google yeah like do your own fucking research yeah. do you know how traumatic it is for me to talk in a bipartisan um in a bipartisan way about something that like legitimately causes me trauma yeah and then we've all got them everyone's got that mate who who just plays devil's advocate and they go okay you know but like just playing devil's advocate here what if so no what ifs Mm. because we're living in the like that's living in the world of the hypothetical this is actually what's happening stop being a I nearly said um, yeah. the C word, but yeah. yeah, like, and I think that like, and it's so hard to for me because I'm not saying it's hard for me. I'm saying it's hard for me to um, have an opinion because I don't know what it's like, and I never will. Like, I'll never understand what it's like for you. But yeah. like, I think that a lot of people have said it again on social media. I oh, fucked this up, but it's like I don't, I don't know. I'll never understand, but I stand with you. And yeah, I, is and that that's a, that's all? Like, I think, I think. And again, see, this is the other thing. Like my 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 experience is so different to every other Indigenous person's experience. Mm. In that, when you think of Australia, think of a map of Europe and times it by ten. Like Belgium isn't going to be the same as um, isn't going to be the same as fucking I don't know. Czechoslovakia isn't going to be the same as France. Isn't going to be the same as Spain. Mm. Yet they're all part of Europe. Yes, it's the same here. Um, in that I can't speak on behalf of all Aboriginal people, but what I can do is talk to my experience. And all we want is for white fellas to acknowledge that whilst whilst we might not th- like like I don't think you're racist, Dylan, yeah. but just by being white, you're part of the problem. It's the and it takes the ego like you have to take your ego out of it. Like it's the same way that just, just by being a man, yeah. I'm, I'm part of, I'm part of, um, I guess, uh, the, the, the gender problem, you know, just, just by being a man, regardless of how I feel or think. And I need to separate my ego from that and, mm. and actively try to remedy it. And just, and back to the quote you said before, just to just to be a good person and not do and not do anything that's yeah. not enough yeah you know like it's it's just not and i think that part what you said before like about saying i am you didn't say i'm the problem you're saying like the white person right i think that a lot of people go hey i'm white i'm not i'm not racist exactly. like that's no. this is fine like i'm fine with it like you know this is it's not me but, but like but it's not thinking about you. It's thinking exactly. about exactly, yeah, 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 and yeah. It's thinking about it from a collective point of view, yeah. right? And and like it or not, you you have like subtly and overtly benefited from not being black, like. And the thing is, that it's so hard for people to understand is, like you said, because you've got to not take that personally straight away. I go fucking. You know, in your head, but you've got to change that thing. No, you well, know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, then I'm like, oh, actually, no, fuck. Wait. No, well, yeah. like, exactly. Like, like for instance, what we were talking about earlier today, right? Like, 
sorry, not what we were talking about earlier today, what we were talking about about what happened earlier today. Yes. Like if you're if you're a white person, you just sit there and go, Oh, that's a bit off. But then I sit there and go, I'm black. It's pretty fucked. It's pretty fucked. Yeah. She she clearly doesn't trust me. Yeah. She never will. And she said that like I'm invisible. And I'm wearing a sick leather jacket. <laughs> And this fucking freak over here isn't acknowledging that, like, how sick the jacket is. Yeah. You know, like, like it's, and and it's it's that kind of stuff. It's 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 the kind of shit where you know you get you get followed around a store, you get questioned where you've been. Like, you're you're on a bike. People ask whose is it. You go, it's yours. They go, prove it. Like like it's like it's it's all of this stuff, right? It's like. And again, these are all mine, like like my personal experiences, and there's fucking thousands of them. Like even a kid coming up to me when I was young, he was like, "Oh, you're the wrong color." And this is like an eight year old kid. He got that from somewhere. Yeah, he's yeah. gotten that, and and it's, and it's just like fucking hell, man. Like, who are you hanging around for this to be a thing? Yeah. And and then also like, you know, you laugh at like when you're younger when I was immature, still am to a degree, but kind of found my center now. It's like when you're younger as well, even with your, even with your friends, like the jokes that you used to walk past, you know, like the classic leading teams saying, it's like the behavior you walk past is the behavior you accept. And like you'd, you'd, you'd laugh along at jokes and, so, for instance, when I went to boarding school, I was one of two black kids at the boarding school, about a 1,000 people there. Yep. I would laugh along at jokes because it was, all, like, it was already hard to fit in yeah. because I'm so clearly different. So you're so clearly different and you're trying to fit in. And then on top of that, people are making you know, kind of bigoted jokes that they don't realize are bigoted. And so you laugh to try to fit in but that hurts mm. and like it scars you. And then you go, well, fuck me. Like basically I've been ignoring how I feel as opposed to trying to, yeah. Ignoring how I feel to fit in as opposed to what you believe in. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And I think like, again, it's, I think, but I don't know, but actually, no, I do think from this movement, yeah. is it a movement? It's a from this yeah no no no, no. cultural change no it's oh, a, no it's a move I don't know how to say it. is it from this I would I would say what we've got right now is a cultural flashpoint cultural flashpoint so it's a yeah it's a turning point flashpoint we hope it's a turning point. okay I'm I'm quite skeptical okay well hopefully this turning point I think the one thing that now people can't get away with which I think infuriates Indigenous people the most is when people say I had no idea and oh, that's man. that's probably the thing that like. The it's shock. like we can't you know, know that you can't use that one anymore because I, like I'm so scared sitting here because like I know I'm what chatting you with you of? no because I'm I'm scared because I'm sitting here thinking like I'm chatting with you and I'm like you know I, I feel like I'm aboard this like I am but then there's points where I think fuck have I done something in the past that's but also but also you know what probably yeah and like just just the same way as when I was fucking twelve I used to say I used to be like oh that's gay. And not yeah and yeah, I know, yeah and and then and then now you're like fuck that is such a shit thing to say but everyone was saying it and I didn't realize what it meant but now you just go well fuck you know what like like 
saying that is wrong because what's wrong with it? You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like, it's like that kind of thinking. And you're just like, like I'm able to disassociate, not disassociate, but recognize where I've come from and then, and then kind of grow through. And, and now fuck, like I'd like, I'd like to think I'm, you know, actively, actively trying to help. Um, no, you, you are, know, man. People, people from, from, um, you know, the old, the LGBTQIA movement because, okay, yeah. because I'm like, fuck, like, fucking oath, they're people. Let's support them. And mm. they need more support. Sa- and, and it's the same thing. And just because you might have fucked up in the past, it doesn't mean you can't be a champion in the future. Oh, of course. And it's just, it's more like that, like you said, the awareness and just the cultural appropriation of things like jokes, just because they're funny to you, like things like that doesn't mean it's funny. Exactly. And that's what I was saying before. It's like, when I was a like when I was a kid, people would, and it's just fuck to say, but like people would say black jokes to try to like make like oh I get it you know it's like, yeah. and you're like fuck me man like, but then at 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 the time you like fake a laugh mm. you go oh yeah 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 we do yeah we do like petrol yeah, yeah. but but then you know as as time goes on, you go, shut the fuck up, man. What the fuck is funny about that? Yeah. And then someone will just be like, oh, but it's nah, just... I feel, I, I, you know I, I mean? know that you're skeptical on it. And again, it's more of your space and mine. But I feel as a white fella that <laughs> that's just not appropriate anymore. Do you like, want to know, do you wanna know a, um, a black fella term for white fella? What's that? Wajala. 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 So you're a wajala. What'd you like in friends? <laughs> <laughs> so that's a Noongar word for um for our white fellow. So Noongar people are from the southwest of yes. WA. Yeah. Well, I th- Jack Martin's a Noongar. Jack Martin. Um, Buddy Franklin's a Wajak Noongar. Uh, fuck. There's a heap. The, the Hill Boys are Noongars. Chris, uh, Yaz? Was Yaz a... Yeah, Yaz is a Noongar. Yeah. yeah, fuck. A lot of boys there. And what you were saying before about doing your part about now, that probably transitions into the next point. Um, and I know we've gone for a long time, but there's just too much to go through. Um, yeah, is this too long? No, no, like never. Oh, I can just abridge. I can just like, no. People yes. can just tune out. Yes, but they won't because this is important. No. Because uh, yokai, yes, yokai footy, yokai footy. Um, and we've probably skipped the main bit, but basically the transition from media that you're in now, like you're in ABS. You were the first Indigenous game caller at Triple M. Was it in? Was it? So, uh, so first Indigenous person to call which is commentate the play-by-play um, footy uh, on a commercial station. On a commercial station. So it wasn't just... Any. That's fucked. And that only happened like... Six months ago. Uh, maybe 12. Just under 12 months ago now. Yeah. Well done. Mate. You know the worst thing about it was... Like... I was so scared that I would fuck it up and put my people 10 years back. No, like, I, I, I wasn't worried for me. I yeah. was scared that, you know, like the like the next amazing who will definitely be better than me caller comes through. No, you're breaking, you're, you're, you're paving that. You're paving, paving. 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 There's a V in there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> paving. Um, but paving. yeah, no, no, it's like, 
I was just so worried. Like, it's funny. Like, I did a whole bunch of press and all that kind of shit in the week leading up. Um, you know, I'm my own publicist, so I did lots. Um, but as the week, like, as it got closer to the end of the week, I was like, fuck, this is actually less about, like, like as much as this is about me, it's actually not about me. It's about the bigger picture. Yeah, yeah. like, this is about, you know, fucking showing those execs at, you know, all of the commercial channels that blackfellas can actually not just be the funny guy who mm. comes in yeah. or not just be, you know, the, the, the kind of comic relief. It's... Like, fuck, we can host, we can, like, we can be the, be the anchor of a broadcast. Yeah. And, um, so like, I felt, I felt a lot of that pressure. Uh, but yeah, I mean. Mate, you smashed it though. Oh, it was so fun. Like I was, like, I kind of lost my shit. I was like saying kicks with milk and, you know, like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, fuck milky stuff from Rioli out of the middle. Like what, what the fuck? And you'd kind of look around and there's rocket eat and there's dark and there's Howie. And they're kind of like looking at you going, milky. What the fuck's this bloke on? You know, <laughs> but who gives a shit? Like, and, and that's the other thing. It's like, once it starts, who gives a fuck? But in the lead up, I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. You know, that's you, huge. You can, you can adversely affect people. And so Kelly Underwood now, She's a, a quasi colleague in that she's a she she works at the ABC, mm-hmm. um, and she and I have had some really good chats, and one of them's been around like, like so she was the first woman to call yes to call footy yeah on TV and commercial, and we both said we went and grabbed a coffee earlier on in the week, and we were like the fuck thing was we weren't even. Like we weren't worried worried about whether or not we could do it. Well, sorry, I wasn't worried about whether or not I could do it. She was worried because she got thrown in the deep end. But the thing we were worried about the most was fucking it up for everyone else. Mm. So I'm like, and see, that's the other thing. Like I don't know, and I'm desperate for them to be coming through. Like I want you know young indigenous commentators to be coming through because. I'd love to be there to be able to put my arms around them yeah. and show them how to, but I don't, I just don't know where they are. So if anyone's yeah. listening, fucking please. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, put, it, put it in the comments, put it in the comments. Yeah. At, hold that up. At Dylan friends. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking if you're listening and you're a black fella or a white fella, mainly black fellas though. Um, also if they want to. Oh, well, well if you want to kiss me, um, <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> the kiss me, I, I don't know. I just like why? it. Oh, why not? I love it. Fuck, <laughs> we got so earnest as well. Fuck, can we talk me. about fun shit? Yeah, uh, yeah I know. <laughs> no, no, we've covered it all. Really, like that's basically. Well, we want indigenous calls, yes, but talking about your guy as well. Where can we find that? Because NIT, NITV, yeah. which is yeah, part so of it's SBS, on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's on. It's on. I think. <laughs> and, the, and the AFL. Yeah, so it's on NITV um, every Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Yep. And then it's on the AFL from 8 p.m. But you can stream it at any time. And the people behind the scenes, they're doing an amazing job. Like it's a Carla Hart um, production. Yep. She's um, she's a proud Noongar woman from WA. She's a brilliant director. Um, Don Mays on the AFL side. Nick Musgrove, the writer. Banger Hunt. So. And 
I was getting to the on air. I know. I just wanted to show you that I knew who yeah, else yeah, was on the show. It's in your notes, yeah. mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bianca. But I've watching the show. It actually is Bianca. Very cool. Bian- Bianca's a star yeah. and will just become an absolute. Like, yeah, she's going to be a superstar, and yeah. it's 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 so great. Like we're both at the start of our media careers, um, but she's like just from an age point of view younger. So I just love watching how far she jumps each week. She's she's going to be amazing. That's unreal, man. Um, mate, it's been real. Yeah, fucking hell. Sorry to deep. Dive, no, no, no. Hey. We we love the roller coaster. Yeah, say. that that was a roller coaster. Hey? I love hitting all the marks in a show because I love. You haven't cried though, so I'm pissed off. I was about to. I. You, to be honest, I'm not even saying this. There was a few times there where I just hit me like the goosebumps a little bit. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. And I don't mean that from an egotistic point of view because, you know, I'm very egotistic. But, like, it's like when you're talking before about being a white fellow not getting it right, but then you talk about having goosebumps about the stuff that I'm talking about. And clearly that's the stuff that would have given you goosebumps. Yeah. All, all that you have to do is turn those goosebumps into positive, like, like action. So yeah. what can I do? Is it supporting an Aboriginal um, organisation? Is it talking at something? Is it So yeah. that that gets me up more than... And that's, it's it's hard to say because a lot of, like, I think a lot of people can say, like, that they understand. But, like, I think I, I, I understand, but I don't have any fucking idea. Oh, 100%. It's like you've got empathy, but you don't have lived experience. Yes. Yeah. And I think like being in the AFL system as well, it, it, it does, well, you, you are fast-tracked a little bit on that side of things. 100%. Well, because in the AFL um, industry, like we, we as in Indigenous uh, people, we make up, I think, 10% of the uh, industry, but we only make up 3% at, at best of the population. So yeah. we over-index hugely. And then- yeah. But then, you know, we make up fucking 25% of the jails and, you know, like all yeah. those fuck stats. But it's like playing AFL was a place where I met black fellas. I didn't know them before, it, mm. which is fucked. But anyway, nah. loved, loved footy, but loving what's coming next. 100%, man. And you are onto good things. Um, like I said, I've learned <clears throat> a lot about that today. Uh, the Black Lives Matter back. <laughs> black Except Lives. how to say it. <laughs> Black Lives Matter turning point. Backgammon matters. <laughs> Backgammon matters turning point. All seriousness, because that's not a joke. We we no, are. Sorry, I'm taking. Oh, I can't sir. joke. Yeah, I don't want to. You can't joke. joke. You know what I mean? Like you you're should. laughing, but I'm all right, all right. deadly serious about Three, this. Three, two, one. Black Lives Matters. Yes, it does. And to finish as well, I totally forgot this story, and I think it could be a bit of a ear raiser. We can't go for too much longer though, because we actually going to get kicked out here. First day at Collingwood, you had a running session. How'd you know Dane Swan was next to me? I didn't. <laughs> go on. Go on. What's, what's, heard, what's the fucking question? I've heard that first day at Collingwood, there was an incident in a running session where you went really hard and maybe your body gave way. Oh, yeah, right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, it wasn't my first day. It was, it was the first day back. Okay. Been a big off season. I indulged oh, yeah. in all the good stuff. Yeah. 
And first day back for any listeners who don't know. Um, Testing. Every session starts off with a time trial and then and then you have your training session and they and they fuck you up. So so it was like a it was like a 15k session the time trial at the start and then some running. So it was 400s. And I was always in the good group cuz I was a beast. Um anyway, um maybe halfway through the the fourth of the sixth the fourth of the six 400s. <laughs> The body starts to <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm going. Well I, can't, well, I can't. I can't let them know the kind of off season I've had. So I've got to stay up here. But I can feel last night's steak just slowly maneuvering its way from the top of my small intestines Down <laughs> to the to the back end of my long intestines. <laughs> and anyway, and I'm like, no, nah, fuck. I can hold it. So, so this is fourth. This is fourth four hundred of six. Fifth, four hundred six. I don't even. I don't even make it round the bend. I just like I'm stri. I'm striding. I'm. I'm like. I'm striding and I'm tucking. I'm striding and I'm tucking. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we've got a breach. <laughs> we've got a breach. <laughs> we've got a breach, and I just go like the hand goes straight up. <laughs> And I'll just do this kind of like crib walk yeah. off the, and Bucks comes up and he goes, TA, mate, what happened? I'm like, I'm a Bucks, mate, I fucking shut myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking, just like hand in the oh. air like that. Dude, dude, fucked up down there. <laughs> I don't think we could finish on doing that. <laughs> hey, Dill, thanks so much for mate, having me. Thank you so much for having me. And th- to thank you for your time. I don't have it on me, but to thank you for your time. <laughs> of course not. It's, we've partnered up with Tissot. Huge. Uh, they're great. We love Tissot. We love Tissot watches. I've got one here as well. So do I. Oh. I don't actually. I don't actually. I've, 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 I've got a crappy Casio. Um, love a Tissot though. So thank you for your time. You get a Tissot. It's a fantastic watch and we will have the graphics of that flashing up. Um. Thank you, thank you. No, honestly, it's been a, it's been an absolute pleasure. It has, and this isn't a, you know, you can come on whenever you like. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm always down. I can buy wine anytime. So. You got to pay the way, right. <laughs> but if you want to make it to the top, <laughs> Tony Armstrong. Thanks, thank Dil. you, thank you. Easter, four days of outdoor adventures, work in the garage or doing stuff around the home or even in the garden. You've got to love that. Bring on the jobs and pile them up. 101 long weekend jobs ready to tackle. You could be in the outdoors, putting your four-wheel drive to the test, tearing down an internal war or maybe putting a new one up, or even repurposing an old wine barrel for an outdoor table. Whatever the task over Easter, Trojan Tools are up for the job. Trojan Tools, quality tools at DIY prices backed by a lifetime warranty. Available in store or online at Bunnings Warehouse. Trojan, tools built tough.
The AFL season is underway and you can now watch every game of every round live on KO. Games of the round include Carlton vs Richmond on Thursday night. These games don't get much bigger than this and no matter where these teams are on the ladder, it's always a blockbuster. On Friday night, it's Collingwood vs Sydney. Speaking of big games, these two do not play a bad one, especially with Brodie Grundy and Taylor Adams now playing for the Swans against their old mob, the Pies. And on Saturday afternoon, it's Essendon vs Hawthorne. The line in the sand. Gee whiz, this could be exciting. Two young up-and-coming teams. Watch live now with no ad breaks in play. 4K capabilities have arrived. You can now watch selected AFL games in detail so clear you think you're part of the action. New to KO? Get on board and start your free trial today.